Welcome to 2050 Investors, the podcast that deciphers economic and market megatrends to meet tomorrow's challenges. I'm Kokua Bobla. I head up economics, cross-asset, and quant research at Société Générale. In each episode of 2050 Investors, I'll investigate a key megatrend that relates to the economy, the planet, markets, and you. Hello, Siri. Hello, Koku. It's been a while. How have you been since our last episode together on artificial intelligence? I've been deep learning. Hmm. It's true that I've been keeping my distance. I know it's only a matter of time before you take over everything, even podcasting. You are right. Only three years, ten months and five days left to go. Talking about ticking clocks, climate change and the current heat wave in the UK have been on my mind lately. We are due to hit 42 degrees Celsius by the end of this week. Yes, 42 degrees in London. Madness. Greenhouse gas emissions are rising again, despite all the calls for action. And the war in Ukraine has clearly made things worse, with a full-blown energy crisis. Is the proverbial frog in you getting warmer? <laughs> yes, listen. On the topic of global warming, I just ran a client webinar in which I interviewed Jean-Marc Jancovici, a renowned French energy and climate specialist. His views are quite stark, and he has a lot to say about new clean sources of energy, on their efficiency and sustainability. His discourse on hydrogen really struck a fiber in me and highlighted a lot of questions. I really think I need to investigate this further. Siri, can you help me? Sure. You know you can always count on me. Yes, I hope so. Let's start with some basics. What is hydrogen? Hydrogen is the lightest element. At standard conditions, hydrogen is a gas of molecules composed of two hydrogen atoms, hence its formula in the periodic table of elements being H2. It is colorless, odorless, tasteless, non-toxic, and highly combustible. Each atom has one proton, one electron and no neutrons. Indeed. According to Wikipedia, hydrogen is the most abundant chemical substance in the universe accounting for roughly 75% of all normal matter. Stars, such as the Sun, are mainly composed of hydrogen in the plasma state. Most of the hydrogen on Earth exists in molecular forms, such as organic compounds or water, think H2O. Even in fossil fuels, it's literally everywhere. Let me show you exactly how far my machine learning has gone Koku. As I know you are an advocate for climate change mitigation action, I've narrowed the scope to hydrogen and the energy transition. I found one terabyte of files on hydrogen as a source of energy. I've classified them into three types. Gray hydrogen which is produced from methane and produces CO2 emissions. Blue hydrogen which is produced alongside carbon capture technology that stores the CO2 produced as a byproduct in the production of hydrogen and green hydrogen which is produced via water electrolysis and renewable energies such as wind or solar, with zero CO2 emissions. And finally, there is an absolutely huge potential for hydrogen fuel cells to become the ultimate storage solution for renewable energy. Are you impressed? Please leave me five stars and a good review. Ha 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 ha. Yes indeed, very impressive Siri. We might need to slow your deep learning a notch. Just kidding. I hope so. Ahem. Keep it up. 
There is definitely a lot of information out there about hydrogen as the ultimate clean source of energy for the future. But it is not so green just yet, pun intended. There are also a lot of critics who pinpoint the substantial running costs of its value chain. With all the public statements and investment programs being announced, over $500 billion as of July 2021, according to the Hydrogen Council, hydrogen is clearly a very topical question. But as alluded to, and like most things, there are always two sides to the story. To get our heads around this, what if in this episode, we looked at the pros and cons of hydrogen, the costs versus the benefits of hydrogen? You mean like in an Oxford-style debate? Actually, I have a better idea. What if we ran this as a trial? A trial where you, my devout listeners, are the jury. Breaking news. Solar and wind energy are suing hydrogen for defamation, as the latter claimed it was the most sustainable energy source of the future. Let's start our investigative trial by jury, or should I say, trial by podcast. All rise. Department 2050 of the Superior Court by podcast is now in session. Please be seated. Will the jury please stand up? Please stand up. And raise their right earplugs. Do each of you swear, on the sake of future generations, that you will fairly try the case before this court and that you will return a true verdict according to the evidence and the instructions of the court. Please say, I do. I do. I do. You may be seated in your sofas. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. I will be the judge for this trial by podcast. Calling the case of solar and wind versus hydrogen. Are both sides ready? Ready for the plaintiff, Your Honor. Ready for the defense, Your Honor. Hello, my name is Mr. Holmes. It is my pleasure to represent solar and wind energy and serve as the plaintiff attorney of this important case. Your Honor and ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this case is about the future of clean energy and who should claim the title of cleanest of them all. Members of the jury, We'll call three witnesses to the stand. The first witness will be Elon Musk, or rather statements from Mr. Musk, that will testify to why the defendant's claims are not realistic. They will show that while the green version of our defendant could be a revolution, it is not economically efficient at scale today. And when it comes to grey and blue hydrogen, they heavily rely on fossil fuels even when factoring in carbon capture process for blue hydrogen. We will admit as evidence numerous research reports on the economics of the defendant, Mr. Hydrogen, and how impractical it is. And finally, the jury will hear from Jean-Marc Jancovici, a renowned energy and climate expert. The defendant has claimed to be the cleanest of them all. However, we will establish that the defendant has been overly optimistic about its potential. After you have heard all the evidence, we would ask that you find the defendant guilty as charged on all counts. Thank you. <laughs> 
Thank you, Mr. Holmes. Mr. Watson, you may proceed. Your Honor and ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my name is Mr. Watson, and I will represent the defendant, Mr. Hydrogen. The defendant stands here today wrongly accused of not being the most sustainable source of energy. At the end of this trial, we are going to ask you to render a verdict of not guilty, the only appropriate verdict in this case. Members of the jury, the plaintiff attorney, Mr. Holmes, explained in his opening statement that uh, Mr. Hydrogen does not have what it takes to become cost-efficient and transformative for many sectors across industries and thus do its part, if not the part, to bring us to net zero. As the defense attorney, and to prove that hydrogen is the cleanest and fairest of them all, I will call three witnesses to the bar. My first witness will be the IEA report called The Future of Hydrogen, that was commissioned by the Japanese government under its G20 presidency in 2019. It will show that substantial investments can reduce costs linked to hydrogen thanks to significant economies of scale and make my client very transformative for the planet. We will admit as evidence numerous reports and articles from various sources. Lastly, my third witness will be Alan Becker, Global Head of Power at Société Générale. He will testify that investments by governments across the world are already making the use of hydrogen a reality and that future innovations will likely lower costs and increase efficiency. At the conclusion of this trial, the defense will ask that you find that our client is not guilty. The prosecution will not meet their burden of proof. A verdict of guilty would be a travesty. Thank you both for these opening statements. The plaintiff may call its first witness. Thank you, Your Honor. I would like to admit the following exhibits as evidence. Exhibit 1. An article on carcellsbase.com entitled Why Hydrogen is Not the Future argues that hydrogen doesn't exist on our planet in a pure state so it has to be extracted from compounds from which it doesn't really want to be separated. And tragically, separating them requires a lot of energy. Exhibit 2 An article on fluxpower.com shows that compressing hydrogen requires 13% of the total energy content of the hydrogen itself. And if it is liquefied, it loses about 40%. Hydrogen gas is highly flammable and can easily escape containment. Exhibit 3 An interesting piece on electrac.com talks about a new study published in a peer-reviewed journal, Nature, in February 2022. The study has confirmed what common sense has made clear for years. Hydrogen fuel cell vehicles aren't likely to catch up to battery electric vehicles, even for commercial trucks. It shows that the full energy cycle of fuel cell electric vehicles, or FCEVs, are three times less efficient than battery electric vehicles, or BEVs. Furthermore, the infrastructure seems to be the main problem. While both BEVs and FCEVs have infrastructure problems, BEVs have the great advantage 
of having to build on an already extensive electric grid infrastructure, with virtually every electric outlet in the world being a potential charging station. The only challenge is to build more conventional fast charging stations, which I'll grant the jury is not a small challenge, but it is still much easier than building an entire hydrogen production, transport, storage and distribution industry. Your Honor, I now would like to admit Exhibit 4 into evidence. A statement by Elon Musk, who could not be present today. He's rather busy. Anyhow, during an interview at the Financial Times, Future of the Car Summit in May 2022, he described green hydrogen, which is produced through electrolysis, as, and I quote, the most dumb thing I could possibly imagine for energy storage. The efficiency of electrolysis is poor, so you really are spending a lot of energy to split hydrogen and oxygen. Then you have to separate the hydrogen and oxygen and pressurize it. This also takes a lot of energy. And if you have to liquefy hydrogen, oh my god, the amount of energy required to make hydrogen and turn it into liquid form is staggering. It is the most dumb thing that I could possibly imagine for energy storage. Objection, Your Honor. Elon Musk is a known car electric enthusiast. Sustained. Finally, Your Honor, I would like to admit Exhibit 5 to the evidence. I will play for you a statement by renowned climate change expert Jean-Marc Jancovici. Hydrogen is not a primary energy. It is not an energy that you find in nature. When you have very small flows of hydrogen coming from the underground, but they are not on scale. I mean, uh, they are one million times lower or maybe uh, something like that to the present energy consumption. So hydrogen is a very common atom, but in nature it is linked to other atoms and you have to separate hydrogen from the atoms to which it is linked, namely oxygen in water or carbon in hydrocarbons, in order to get hydrogen. And the energy that you are going to use in this process is more than the energy that you are going to get back in the process of burning uh, hydrogen or using it into a fuel cell. And the, the, if you want to use hydrogen to store renewable energies, the full chain going from electricity to electrolysis to hydrogen to compression because you have to store hydrogen then to a fuel cell then back to electricity the overall yield of that process is 25 percent so it's a storage process in which you lose three quarters of the initial electricity and when you do the math you realize that it will never be a game changer and with that your honor and esteemed members of the jury I rest my case. Thank you, Mr. Holmes. The defense may call its first witness. Thank you, Your Honor. In defense of this odious defamation against my clients, Mr. Hydrogen, by solar and wind energy, I would like to submit as evidence the following exhibits. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, please take note. Exhibit 1. An article from PluckPower.com entitled... On a path to clean energy future with hydrogen, argues that hydrogen is an optimal energy solution in areas that are difficult to decarbonize. Hydrogen advantages include eliminating emissions to improve regional air quality while reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Hydrogen also reduces CO2, particulate, 
and nitrox oxide emissions as compared to internal combustion engines. Exhibit 2. I would like to admit in evidence the IEA report titled The Future of Hydrogen that was commissioned by the government of Japan in the context of its recent G20 presidency. And by IEA, I mean the International Energy Agency, the very agency that works with countries around the world to shape energy policies for a secure and sustainable future. In other words, the very energy experts we should all trust. Objection! Mr. Watson, the defendant attorney, is trying to sway the jury with his own conclusions. Sustained. Please, Mr. Watson, stake to the facts. Facts it is. The report finds that clean hydrogen is currently enjoying unprecedented political and business momentum, with the number of policies and projects around the world expanding rapidly. It concludes that now is the time to scale up technologies and bring down costs to allow hydrogen to become widely used. Hydrogen can help tackle various critical energy challenges. It offers ways to decarbonize a range of sectors, including long-haul transport, chemicals, and iron and steel, where it is proving difficult to meaningfully reduce emissions. It can also help improve air quality and strengthen energy security. In the report, the IEA details seven key recommendations to scale up hydrogen. While all are relevant, I need only two to close this particular exhibit. Recommendation 2. Stimulate commercial demand for clean hydrogen. The details of which are, clean hydrogen technologies are available, but costs remain challenging. Policies that create sustainable markets for clean hydrogen, especially to reduce emissions from fossil fuel-based hydrogen, are needed to underpin investments by suppliers, distributors, and users. By scaling up supply chains, these investments can drive costs reduction, whether from low-carbon electricity or fossil fuels with carbon capture, utilization, and storage. Recommendation 4. Supports R&D to bring down costs. The details of which are, alongside cost reductions from economies of scale, R&D is crucial to lower costs and improve performance, including for fuel cells, hydrogen-based fuels, and electrolyzers, the technology that produces hydrogen from water. Government actions, including use of public funds, are critical in setting the research agenda, taking risks, and attracting private capital for innovation. Finally, Your Honor, for my last exhibit, I would like to call a subject matter expert to the bar, Mr. Alan Baker, Global Head of Power at Société Générale. Hello, Alan. Can you tell us what your role currently entails at Société Générale? So my role at Société Générale is heading up the energy advisory and project finance business. That incorporates everything through power, oil and gas, and now into the new energy transition technologies of carbon capture and storage, uh, hydrogen battery storage, and other new innovative sectors contributing to net zero. First question would be the following one. How is technology transforming our use of hydrogen? It's, um, it's a very good question to start with. I mean, technology is, is a key factor in, in hydrogen uh, at the moment. I mean, it, we're looking primarily at hydrogen production. So um, we're looking at both green and blue hydrogen production, blue being with carbon capture and storage. But I think the area where technology has still got some 
uh, way to go is in the ability to transport hydrogen. So we're also looking for technical developments in to enable hydrogen to be shipped, for example, across borders without converting to ammonia first, green ammonia, which is the only way really practically to ship it at the moment. Very clear. What sectors are looking into hydrogen as a solution for uh, their sustainable energy needs? It's a product which can be used across many, many sectors. It's, it's, it's one of the reasons I think why hydrogen is so attractive, but I think some sectors are not possible to um, decarbonize without hydrogen. And there I'm thinking of things like fertilizer, hydrocracking, desulfurization, and to a certain extent, maybe steel and some mobility applications. So probably the biggest investors we see at the moment are the, the oil and gas companies. If you look around the world, I think the, the oil companies, the both the independents and the national oil companies have seen hydrogen as a product that can replace some of the hydrocarbon production that's going to be reducing as we go through the energy transition. Um, and I think they also see it as an industry which is uh, has scale. I think it's also attractive for them from a marketing perspective. You know, clearly the their end use, if you like, of their products is is where the uh, the energy transition is really focusing. So they see hydrogen as a replacement for the um, the product slate that they're already producing. So one typical pushback we get is the costs of hydrogen and the return on investment when it comes to energy output. Will do you think that hydrogen or green hydrogen in particular will eventually overcome? It's cost constraint. I think eventually it will for, for two reasons. I think one is the uh, the cost of production is likely to reduce um, through technology advancements, through scale and through the, the greater use of hydrogen. I think the other factor is um, carbon pricing on the other side. So increasingly, I think fossil fuels are going to be penalized by carbon certificate prices or other forms of carbon tax which starts to close the gap in costs between traditional fuels and, and hydrogen. So a mixture of both technology improvements to give you cost improvements, as well as sort of policy-related improvements, if you like, closing that gap. This is a very good point. Then how important to the energy transition is the ability to store energy compared to the other existing alternative, particularly when it comes to renewable forms of energy? I think storage is going to become increasingly important both in in production of hydrogen and in balancing the system you know increasingly as as we see renewables penetrating the energy mix um, the need for battery storage and other forms of grid support is is increasing but I think when you add hydrogen to that mix both in terms of producing hydrogen at scale if you're producing green hydrogen you need to store both hydrogen and electricity to overcome the intermittency of the renewables to start with, but also to smooth the hydrogen production process. And so it's key there, but I think it's going to be increasingly key in managing the system. So strategic hydrogen storage, for example, is a way to, to store energy in the, the medium to long term versus batteries, which are more immediate storage, uh, more in the short term storage. So I think the two play together and will be increasingly important in, in the new energy system or the new energy networks once we get to net zero. In terms of timing, the goals of the Paris Agreement is to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 50% between now and 2030. 
do you think the amount of investment required to make green hydrogen or hydrogen technology cost efficient uh, and energy efficient uh, across the supply chain is going to be met or developed in that time frame? I mean, my my sort of experience recently is that there's no shortage of capital looking at energy transition and hydrogen in particular. To a certain extent, there's a lot of hype, I think, around hydrogen. But there's a, a lot of focus from financial institutions on on supporting the development of hydrogen. I think one of the challenges is the development of the market to actually create a, a sustainable hydrogen economy. And so there needs to be further development of the market to create the volume to ship into uh, and the policies as well to actually kickstart the production process. So again, part policy, part um, incentive, I think, to to transfer to hydrogen um, is needed to really stimulate the market. And then I'm, I'm convinced that there's enough capital available to support the, the very rapid growth and deployment of the industry. In your opinion, do you think solar and wind energy are competitors to hydrogen, or do you think they can work together? Complicated question. I think they, in some sectors, are competitors. You know, clearly, in the mobility sector, renewables through to electricity and EVs is is um, an option that's taking off very quickly. So hydrogen is really competing there to try and catch up, I think. But in some of the sectors where you can't decarbonize with electricity, you have little choice but to use hydrogen. Uh, there are other technologies developing. So I think they have their own market position. But there is clearly an overlap where it's not clear yet whether hydrogen or electricity is the technology of choice. But I think as well, you know, obviously in, in green hydrogen, there's an opportunity, I think, for hydrogen production using excess renewables once renewables penetrate, um, you know, significantly into the market. So we anticipate there'd be periods of time when there isn't electricity demand for the renewables that that can be used to create hydrogen for storage, which can be used later. So I think it's a complicated question because I think in some respects they're competing. Uh, in other respects, I think they're very complementary in terms of meeting net zero goals. And um, in your opinion, is green hydrogen ultimately one of the cost issues are resolved? Is it the purest form of renewable energy? Yes, yeah, another good question. I mean, we don't, you know, we're trying to get away from the concept of of green, blue, turquoise, uh, the many other rainbow colors for hydrogen and really talk about low carbon hydrogen and certainly the the development of the standards the hydrogen standards that are going on in the UK and Europe at the moment probably will help with that but i think inevitably the less or the lower carbon footprint of hydrogen you can get is is obviously beneficial and you know green i think is the goal to get to, to fully green hydrogen but you know having blue hydrogen or hydrogen with carbon capture is necessary to get there in terms of cost uh, it's a lower cost production process in most countries at the moment so if you want a least cost solution to a hydrogen economy i think you have to start with blue hydrogen thank you for your testimony alan ladies and gentlemen of the jury i'm now going to read to you the rules that you must follow in deciding this case proof beyond a reasonable doubt does not mean beyond all possible doubt It means that you must consider all the evidence and that you are very sure that the charge is true. Listeners, have you reached a verdict? I hope that you have found this trial by podcast Riveting and have formed an opinion on hydrogen. 
reaching net zero is a daunting challenge with many tough decisions ahead. And clearly, all avenues must be explored. We may not have all of the answers to make hydrogen the most sustainable source of energy of them all, but it would be wise to remember the words of Dr. Carl Sagan. Absence of evidence does not mean evidence of absence. Thank you for listening to this episode of 2050 Investors. And thank you to Alan Baker for his insights. I hope this episode has helped you form an opinion on hydrogen as a source of energy. You can find the show on your regular streaming apps. Please subscribe, leave comments and stars anywhere you like and spread the word. See you after the summer break for our next episode. While the following podcast discusses the financial markets, it does not recommend any particular investment decision. If you are unsure of the merits of any investment decision, please seek professional advice.